Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Bob Stoffer in Ice District at Rogers Place, the Oilers and the Boston Bruins tonight. Some guests in Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply serving a night on the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Tell Brendan, Chris, and Chef Eltaff that Oilers Now sent you. Roos Chris is open from 5 until close Tuesday through Sunday, open 4 o'clock on Oilers game nights. Uh, speaking of game nights, tonight's uh, radio broadcast will be Cam Moon, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins. Brandon Escott, and tonight's television broadcast, Gene Principe will host. It'll be Jack Michaels and Louis DeBrusque. Uh, I will join John Shannon during the intermissions as uh, we head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. And for our friends at Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty, visit abesdoor.ca. Uh, we are joined by one of the most plugged-in men in the business. From NHL Hockey and Rogers, we welcome back to the show, Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you? You get the national audience tonight. It's on Sportsnet One. Oh, well, I, I guess I... So make sure you wear the good suit, Bob. You know I only have one, right? Actually, two. Because they both well, came from Sportsnet. Wear the better one. Wear, wear the, the better one. Wear the thinning one of the two? <laughs> yes, I know that feeling. Oh yes, but see, Elliot, you have substance, so you don't need as much style no, that, when you that's have not substance. True. All right, that's not true well, either. Let's try to increase the uh, substance quotient on this segment right here, right now. We're uh, what are we? Sixteen days away from the NHL trade deadline. Uh, yeah, the, the Vancouver Canucks have been really proactive this year. I'm hearing. And I'm, yes. I'm hearing that it's a little bit quiet on the forward front around the league. That uh, there's some concern that there's not going to be an abundance of forwards available. What are you hearing in that relation? I, I don't know about that yet. I think, you know, I, I think the one thing is that, uh, uh, you know, what's going to happen with Gensel? Did you see Dubas today? Uh, was he? I, 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 not. No, I did not. He did. He did a media conference, and basically, he said, "Look, we've been trying to upgrade the team. Uh, we haven't been able to do it, but we're not tearing down here. We're, we're." <clears throat> he said that we're going to try to uh, win the next few years, but he's not giving away young assets. Um, sorry, I shouldn't say that. So he's not giving away draft capital. Yes. If he can move some young prospects for younger players who are a bit more ready, you can help them now, they'll do it. But the Penguins are in. And the one thing he said about Gensel is that, you know, he's a great player, but we do have to get younger here. Now, there are some teams who think that the Penguins will take one more try at signing him. But there are other teams whose biggest question is, will they be allowed to speak to Gensel before he gets traded? And I think if that happens, that's probably bad for Edmonton because I just don't think you guys can extend them. Right. So I think the, I, I think the biggest thing right now is, I think the biggest thing right now is Gensel and what they decide to do. And, you know, I'll say this. The way Dubas talked today, it, it sounds like he's getting traded. But there are teams who are not yet 100% convinced that's going to be the case because if you're, if you're trying to win and you're trying to make those veterans happy, 
You're a lot better team with Gensel on it than off. Well, I mean, look, the guy's a 40-goal scorer, and he scores in the playoffs, which is the hardest time of the year to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, realistically, what do you think he could get? A, like, if he goes to free agency, are, are we talking an $8 million player? Oh, I think he's easily an $8 million player. Yeah, so player. do I. And that Tatum, yeah. obviously, he, he, they know it takes them play to right out of players. it. Yeah. Yeah, like... Like, I honestly think this. If he's a rental, I think you guys have a chance. Yeah. But I think if he gets traded with an extension, I just don't see how you guys are going to be able to do it. I, You know, it's. Yeah. I know we've discussed a lot. Uh, you know, it's my belief that the Oilers need some help at center, preferably a right shot. Is there yeah. any any update on what happened with Nick Dowd last night from Washington? <laughs> no, I, I, I have to. I have some texts out uh, on this because I'm trying to figure out Stone. I'm trying to figure out Arvidsson, and I got to check on that one too, um, because those are all important players, right? And I'm under the impression that Stone's going to be out a little bit. I know that um, I know that uh, uh, Eichel was put on LTIR yesterday, but I think that was more to activate Theodore. I still think Eichel's going to be back pretty soon, like end of the month, maybe early next month. So um, I, by, I, I heard that Stone might be a bit of time. And uh, so I got, I, got, I got all these texts out. I'm just waiting for people to return my messages. Yes, and our listeners, obviously, uh, some of them, uh, you know, they, they've got conspiracy theories and they look no further than what happened. It's not cheating. Well, I, I understand. I understand totally, why totally. people, I, I totally understand yeah. why people think that. Like, to be honest, if I was a manager, I would do the same thing. So like if I could, I would. But I think in this case, it was mainly procedural because the, I checked in on Eichel after the all-star break. I knew he was supposed to see his surgeon there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was just told he's still on schedule, which is end of February, beginning of March. And I don't believe that's changed. Now, now Stone. I just got a note about. I just got. A, I just someone just said to me with Arvidsson, they're still waiting to get their imaging done, so they just don't know yet. Yeah. So he would go mm-hmm. back on, and a lot of people think LA needs a goaltender. So does New Jersey. And does that get us into Jacob Markstrom? Because I think you said last week, and I know we had Frank on as well, and. It looks like a lot, and I don't mean to, and I'm not dissing the Calgary Flames. I want the Flames to have a good team. It's almost shocking what's happening. No, you don't, you liar. No, I, I actually want Calgary to have a very competitive team. It's way better for the Battle of Alberta. Toronto, I don't want to see have a good team. I'm just kidding, Elliot. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Jeez, I, I wouldn't expect anything different. I'm having fun with you. But the reality is we are kind of waiting on Calgary a bit here. I mean, uh, yep. the, the the automatic assumption is both Hanovan and Tanev are going and possibly Markstrom and maybe more. I think that's fair. Is that fair? Well, I, I, I think, I, look, I think... I think Hannafin's going. Like, one of the things that's really happening now, Bob, is that, you know, the the players, agents, and the team, there's been so much noise around them, they're really trying to cut it down. They're they're really trying to cut it down. They're trying to – and it's not easy to do, but they're trying. And so I think they're really trying to cut down information. Now, there have been a lot of reports the last couple of days about Tampa Bay and Hannafin, and in a vacuum I can see it. But I I just don't – like – I look at the trade that Calgary made for Lindholm, and I just wonder how Tampa is going to do that. Me too. Like they they don't have a lot, um, <laughs> and you know, so so I just I just wonder how 
like they're going to make that kind of a deal for for Noah Hannafin, and um, you, you know, so that that's the that's the one big question I have there. Um, you know, the other thing I just kind of wonder is like I I do think there's going to be some players there um, who. Uh, other teams there that come up in that situation. I think people are kind of wondering about Boston. I think Jersey. You know, the other thing is, where does Hannafin want to go long term? Like, I think Toronto's interested in him, but I don't think he wants to sign there. So if it was, and I don't think Toronto's going to pay their first rounder to rent a couple months of Hannafin. I just, I don't see it. So, I mean, I could always be wrong, but that's kind of the way I see it right now. So I think that market is heating up. Like a couple, like one of the things I'm kind of wondering is Dallas has been looking at a righty, but like Hannafin, would they just say, you know what, we like him and we take him for a short run now? um, Because I do think they're they're in on they're looking. Yeah, they're in on Tampa. I think there's a few. I think you guys are. um, I think it's going to be really interesting at the end of the day, Bob. What you guys decide to do, like I, I really do think that that's. One of the things that's also kind of slowed down your situation is what does Ken Holland decide at the end yeah. that is the best place for the Oilers to go out to make their best move? And um, is it like two players? Is it three? Um, is it, I don't know. Is it, I, I mean, and the other thing too is, and I do think this is going on at the same time. You know, last year when you guys traded for Eckholm, uh, you had to move Tyson Berry, and then you had to move Pugliarvi. So, like, you guys are dollar in, dollar out. And yep. anything you guys do, you have to either put guys out or have a corresponding move that makes sense. So I think the Oilers are are, are kind of in that situation. The one thing I'm not convinced, and I, I get differing opinions on this, um, I'm not convinced you guys are going to add a goalie. Now, I will say this. I've had people disagree with me on that. But I just am not convinced you guys are going to do it. All right. Well, you mentioned Tampa Bay, and what's interesting with them is they've got so many players signed long-term, you know, Vass, and and they've got Stamkos up. Uh, Tampa Bay's also traded their number one in 2024 as part of the Hagel deal. Their number one in 2025 as part of the Janot deal. Florida... Florida traded their number one in 2024 in the Giroux trade and their number one in 2025 in the Kachuk trade. Boston, the team we're playing tonight, with the Oilers are playing tonight, they've traded their number one and their number two and their number three. The Oilers are sitting there with their number one and number two. Obviously, their first rounder theoretically could be the draft capital they need to go for it, which is why so many people have Edmonton's first round pick as being a, a top five or six item potentially in play. Yes, so, that's true. Uh, and I, I got to tell you, as somebody who watched is the team on now? I'm concerned because Broberg's been out a while and he's not back this weekend. I know you reported on the weekend uh, that you did not see Broberg going for a rental, and I sort of strongly inferred that uh, as well a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. But the injury to Broberg means that Chris Knobloch probably isn't going to get a chance to see him. Uh, yeah. You know, even if he say comes back late in March, mid, let's say he's back by March. I think you know he could be maybe back. Let's say if it were, let's say he's back March fifth, March tenth, whatever in the AHL, they'd have to mm-hmm. create some space to get him up here. So I wonder whether yeah. or not they look at adding just a veteran number seven defenseman. But Elliot, all day I think they're adding one or two forwards, and probably guys that can play center, and probably guys that can kill penalties. 
Uh, yeah, I, I think that's uh, like I I think that could be all true. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I'm uh, uh, I'm a guy who likes to uh, I'm a guy who likes to shoot for the moon, Bob. And um, that's what Gun- Gunsel would be. Yeah, like 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 you know, like I say this, like that guy. If it was to be him, uh, that guy makes you better. He yeah. he really does in a lot of ways. You know, the other thing here too, Bob, is that you talk about draft capital. The one thing about Boston and Florida is um, they have like Florida's got cap room, uh, although they could they, they got some big decisions to make. But the thing about the Panthers is they have a young player or two that if they wanted to do it, and I'm not convinced they would. But if they wanted to do it, it, they could they could make a big trade with one of those guys. Right. And I think and I think Boston's the same way. They don't have draft capital, but they have players that they could trade in a big move. I'm just not convinced they want to do it. Like Toronto's got a limit. They've said they're not doing Nyes, they're not doing Cowan, they're not doing Mitten. I think they'll end up doing their first, but they've got a limit. The the thing with Tampa is when I really look at them, I say, you know, what do they have that's young? It's like, unless Calgary decides they want, like, an older player all of a sudden, like, I look at Calgary and I, say, or I look at Tampa Bay and I say, where's the young player? All of Calgary's deals have involved, you know, young players or someone that can play for them. So who's that guy for Tampa? Yeah, uh, we're joined by, uh, but we do think a lot is dependent on Calgary. Is that not fair? Yes, and you know what? I think like, like Calgary again, like with Tanev, it's it's they're trying to get the first rounder or something comparable, and I I think that like I think Dallas is there. I think Toronto's there. I think you guys are there. I think Vancouver's there. But I think it's kind of hard for them to do it. They don't have a. I, I think Vancouver likes the idea of. Uh, uh, they love Tanov, um, but I just don't know if they can do it. Um, I think Colorado's been in and out. Like I've heard at times, Colorado's been in there. I've heard at times they've gotten out of it. I think New Jersey's been around there, and. Um, I'm probably missing somebody, but I look. I think there's a bunch of teams that have been around there for him, and, and there's Ottawa. But I think Ottawa's likely for next season if they sign them. Yeah, uh, Nashville and St. Louis. You know, uh, yeah. Two and a half weeks out, I wasn't sure if Matthias Ekholm. We knew that Jacob Chikram was out there forever. Yeah. I don't know if everybody necessarily thought that the Preds were going to end up trading that home. It's been an incredible deal for the Oilers. Yeah, great uh, deal for them. I mean, Elliot, he's plus 48 at Edmonton in, like, however many games Is he's Is that played. good? It's pretty good. Like, he's been yeah. pretty good. Uh, could one of – I mean, logic dictates there's seven teams that are in the playoffs right now in the West. I think we can agree. Yeah. So one yeah. of Nashville or St. Louis – and maybe I'm missing a team, but I think those two teams are the best bet to claim that playoff spot. Um, could they end up? I mean, Doug Armstrong—he's kind of in everything, isn't he? And Barry Drotz is a bit of an unknown at this stage. He is, but there's high. Like the thing about Doug, Doug Armstrong is there's high prices on his guys. Like I, I think people have kicked tires on Butchnevich, but I think the price is high. Yeah. Um, you know, I. I so, like, I think a lot of the guys that St. Louis has tried to move 
there hasn't been as much interest in them. And the guys like Buchnevich, who there is interest in them, um, the price has been very high. Um, you know, Nashville, I'll tell you this, Nashville's got one guy that a lot of people are really curious about, uh, Bob, and that's Tommy Novak. Yeah. Now, they, they have Carrier, and, and his name has been out there a little bit, and they have Fabro, and his name has definitely been out there a bit. But I've, I've had a few people just talk about Novak, and, and the thing is, like, he's a talented guy. He's on a little bit of a tear right now. But there's no real comparable for him. Um, if you take a look at it, like uh, it, it, it's kind of similar to Bennington in a way that all of a sudden Bennington wins the Stanley Cup and people are like, wow, like what are his comps? And Novak hasn't done anything like that, but there's still a lot of what are his comps. But he can score and teams like him. And I think and Nashville's trying to sign him. But if they don't think it can happen, I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Well, he's 800000 bucks, right? Last year he had 43 points in 51 games. He's got yes. 28 points in 45 games this year. He'd definitely be a middle six forward uh, for him. All right, Elliot, one final one for you. Who's going to be the next general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets? I, I think that's too early to say. I, I think it's going to be a long, long, long process. I've heard they've got a, a really long list there. And um, it's like, and I think they want experience, and not necessarily experience in terms of you have to have been a GM in the past, but experience in the sense that you have to have been around an NHL front office for a little bit. Um, uh, I don't think they're going to be rushing into this, and uh, I, I, I think they're going to, and I think they're going to start to talk to people. Not and just also wait to see, uh, Bob. Like, is there anybody who's let go or come, becomes free that they say, you know what, we're we're interested in this? Like, you know, like one of the names I've mentioned is is Mark Hunter. He's got a lot of ties in there, but like, you know, it depends on what like the future is in Edmonton too. Because if there's changes there, I could see Mark Hunter being on your guys' radar. So I think there's a lot of things that still have to kind of work their way out. Elliot, love having you on the show. Thanks for your time. I'll see you tonight on TV. Oh, you're a lucky man, let me tell you. <laughs> see you later. Uh, for Abe Store Service, that's Elliot Friedman, where services are specialty. Visit abestore.ca. You can join Oilers now and New West Travel on an exclusive road trip to Dallas in April to watch the Oilers play the Stars. This New West Travel package includes airfare, four nights, deluxe hotel, great game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly. Complete your trip with an optional AT&T stadium tour and a baseball game. Everything's bigger in Texas, including this road trip. Reach out to New West Travel today. Visit them at newwesttravel.com. Oilers now trivia for Pro-Am Sports when we return. Brandon Escott does a great job updating those podcasts for you uh, on a uh, regular basis during the course of the show. It is 5.56 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer down at Rogers Place. 8.22 puck drop tonight. The Oilers Radio Network, NHL Hockey on Rogers, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Boston Bruins. It is time for Oilers Now Trivia. It's brought to you all season long by Pro-Am Sports. Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialists for all budgets. All correct answers are entered to win a signed Dylan Holloway jersey in uh, the month of February. Check out ProAmSports.ca here. Visit them at the store, 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. ProAm Sports. And they've got exclusives with guys like Ryan Nugent Hopkins and uh, uh, 
just off the top of my head here, Matthias Eckholm and Evander Kane and all of the Oilers Hall of Famers as well. Here it is. It's a relatively easy question, I think, if you know anything about junior hockey. Jake DeBrusque of the Boston Bruins was an acquisition of the Red Deer Rebels when they hosted the Memorial Cup in 2016. He was WHL, WHL trade deadline day ad from the Swift Current Broncos. The primary player that went back the other way in that trade from Red Deer to Swift Current is a prominent Edmonton Oilers farmhand. You got a Texas the correct answer at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Who was the player that went back in the DeBrus deal to Red Deer uh, from Swift Current that is currently a prominent player for the Bakersfield Condors in the American Hockey League? That is what we're looking for. Texas the correct answer at 780-496-0063. The Ashley Fine Floors text line. Do you want to tell you? That guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. Don and his staff at Japanese Village will take care of you. And uh, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Thomas Dias and come back with Hacks with Hags. Uh, longtime Bruins beat reporter Joe Haggerty when we return on orders now.